Look at this dude. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live no, the type no, of lifestyle no, no. I live, you out here in Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this, defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as, the Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its yeah. transmissibility to humans, right. you're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH. one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increase their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And, and let's let send Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. If it didn't I come can, from the lab, but all you, the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally. This committee resent, will allow the witness to. Respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator. Because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments, 
that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is molecularly. Those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists, those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you admit the truth. And you implying... Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual I totally resent that. that. Have and if anybody is lying been. here, Senator, it is you. Well, yesterday in the Senate Health Committee, we were treated to yet another round of Senator Rand Paul versus Dr. Anthony Fauci. As you may recall, Senator Paul has been pressing Dr. Fauci on whether or not the U.S. taxpayer, by way of the National Institutes of Health, has been funding gain-of-function research on novel bat coronaviruses. So according to Dr. Fauci's own NIH, gain-of-function research refers to work that, quote, may be reasonably anticipated to confer attributes to influenza, MERS, or SARS viruses such that the viruses would have enhanced pathogenicity and or transmissibility in mammals via the respiratory route, end quote. In other words, it is scientific research that creates super viruses taking viruses as they exist in nature and making them even worse, specifically for use in humans. This sounds terrible. <laughs> Probably for this reason, the Obama administration banned funding for this in 2014, deeming it too risky. In 2017, for unknown reasons, Dr. Anthony Fauci pushed hard for the United States to again fund gain-of-function research, and the moratorium was lifted. But even when this research was supposed to be banned, we now know that the EcoHealth Alliance diverted $600,000 worth of grants from the NIH to the Wuhan Institute of Virology to study bat coronaviruses. Thanks to reporting from the Washington Post's Josh Rogan, we also know that gain-of-function research was going on there. Even the World Health Organization now confirms this. But in May, Dr. Fauci told Senator Paul the idea that U.S. taxpayers were funding the grain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab was, quote, entirely and completely incorrect, end quote. He went on, the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute. So yesterday, Paul showed up with the receipts. He brought with him a paper on bat coronavirus research put forward by the Wuhan Institute. The paper's author, Dr. Shi Zhengli, lists the grant number she was given by the NIH and credits the NIH for supporting the work. Senator Paul, who is himself a doctor, by the way, went on to explain how the research took back coronaviruses and supercharged them to infect humans. Definitionally gain of function. Let's take a listen. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combined them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then to shown to replicate in humans. 
These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals but not humans to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. Fauci, to put it mildly, lost his cool, denying once again that NIH had ever funded gain-of-function research. Here's what he said. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you're referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans, right. you're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. So the back and forth went on. Paul read statements from scientists saying this type of research, again, research that literally supercharges bat viruses to infect humans, epitomizes gain of function. But rather than explaining how or if Paul might be wrong, Fauci just repeatedly raised his voice to call the senator a liar. Fauci never denied that the research took place or that the U.S. funded it. The best he could offer was that, quote, qualified staff at the NIH agreed this was not gain of function. Oh, really? Gain-of-function research manipulates viruses in nature to aggressively infect humans. This paper, funded by the NIH, describes manipulating bat viruses to aggressively infect humans. How is this not gain-of-function? Fauci never says. He never answers the claims from scientists at Rutgers and MIT, cited by Paul, that this meets the definition of gain-of-function. He just denies that it is. Even if we give Fauci the benefit of the doubt that he's merely mistaken about this paper, the NIH clearly funded, or he's playing word games, he's trying to tell us all not to believe our lying eyes, that this might be gain of function, but not that gain of function. And in the meantime, sit down, peasant. Don't question the science, you Philistine. You aren't owed an explanation about what your government may or may not have done. And this is precisely the problem. Throughout this entire pandemic, our political and public health leaders have been completely non-transparent. It's the arrogance and the infantilizing that is so infuriating. It's our leaders deciding we are too stupid and too irresponsible to know the truth about what's actually going on. And it's why, again and again, when our leaders are exposed for having said one thing publicly while privately understanding another, we continue to lose faith in our institutions. We tune them out entirely, or we turn to conspiracy theories instead. In times of low institutional trust, more transparency is needed, not less. And as we're coming out of the worst pandemic in modern history, how and why we got here, including what our government may or may not have done to contribute to it, should be given the most transparency of all. After all, these are really, really deadly pathogens that our government might be helping to create. Pathogens that are specifically trained to jump from animals to humans. If we don't know about them, how can we make decisions? How can we prepare or defend against them if, God forbid, they leak from a lab or fall into the hands of a hostile foreign government? And hey, aren't we the ones supposed to be deciding if the U.S. should be defunding this kind of research at all? This is not just a matter of proving Fauci wrong or right. This is about where our government money is going and what it is doing and who is responsible for it. This is about basic transparency and accountability of government. And no one should be above it.
it's been a while. How long has it been? It's been about I mean, 18 I, months. It's been a while. I was in Texas a whole year. It was March of last year. When we did the last the one. The last one. Yeah, because we were at... And that's when we was talking crazy Jeez. about COVID before we knew what COVID was. I, I was not talking crazy about COVID. All right, COVID. you got an education, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was shooting from the hip, and we didn't know millions of people was going to die. From the disease, but a lot of people are dying because they refuse to adapt. It was uncomfortable, like no doubt. Yeah. But what am I going to complain about? I'm in this house. I didn't have all these amenities. I couldn't use them for, for the time, but I'm in a nice place. I got light, food. My Eat. family was safe. Yeah. I was uncomfortable. But well, before we do all that, uh, let me do the intro. <coughs> me, 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 me. We've been gone a little while, a little bit, a little bit. We've been gone, um, but we've not been inactive. Uh, we've had a number of uh, setbacks. We've had a number of family issues. We've had COVID. COVID happened to everybody. Uh, so we're um, coming back after a long hiatus. It's been uh, since March of last year, I think, was our last wow. uh, thing. So tell us, uh, everyone, before we get started, how has COVID affected you, Shimon? How COVID affected me? I started a new business during COVID. I spent a lot of time with my my family. Yep, Way a lot too, of time with the lot family. Of, lot, lot of time. I'm sick of these <laughs> niggas. No. <laughs> oh Stop my god. <laughs> no, I'm not. So much. I love everybody. So much time. Yeah. I, you know, I went. You know, my older girls. I went a long time. I didn't see my. I didn't see my 22 year old and my 13 year old. Mm. For a year and a half, I just saw my girls. Wow, that's they such just, a long they time. They just came up. It just, it was not safe to travel for them, or, or, or you know, yeah. the self challenges. Yeah. So that was rough, especially on my on my on my on my twelve year old, my twelve thirteen year. She's not thirteen. She's thirteen October. She's twelve. Yeah. My twelve year olds, you know. Mm. But um, that's basically thirteen, though. You know. Yeah. But you so that, you survived. I I, I was going to be fine. Did you get the Did you get the COVID? I probably had it in February, right in the beginning. I think we both got that at I the same time. I was horribly sick. I, exactly for like three days, bro. Yeah, I felt like down. I was drowning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to sit up, sleep sitting up on the sofa. Yeah, yeah. But they told me it was bronchitis. I was like, ah, this, this is not is, bronchitis. This is something else. I got that too back in February. I remember that, and I think that was our second to the last podcast that we recorded when I felt that the most. Yeah. But, so uh, February of this year? February last 2020. Year. Last year. 2020. 2020. Yeah. Brother Yusuf, how has uh, COVID affected you? Um, I don't know because I think it made me forget everything. So that, maybe that's a good thing about you forget. You, you're forgetful? I forgot everything. Really? That happened last year. You're talking year. on the side of the mic right now too. Yeah. The, <laughs> speaking to the front right here where the top of the curve is. Yeah. Here or here? Right here. there. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember anything. I just remember moving to Texas for a long ass year. Yeah. And I moved back. So you moved to Texas 
During our hiatus, you moved to Texas and you moved back. That's it. That's wild, bro. That's wild. It, you don't. It's, what do you mean when you so say you quick. don't remember everything? Like you, you think it's like I think of, I had COVID. Yeah, and, and they gave you a lapse. And I don't, bro. It's like when I think back. Yeah. All I can remember is flying to Texas back and forth. I, I went back and forth to Texas since uh, last year of July of last June or July of last year. Yeah. I flew on airplanes more times to Texas and back to Boston than I have in my whole life. <laughs> wow. In that one year and whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, my last flight to Texas was um, in um, July, on July 3rd. Of this year. Of this year. I that flew was your there. last flight. That was my last flight on yeah. the plane to Texas. Yeah. Rented the truck. Yeah. Packed that whole house on the truck. Yeah, and drove from Texas back to Boston. Damn! Did you did you, did you catch the COVID during the COVID crisis? I, I think I had, but I I never went and got tested, so I think I did. Yeah, but I I caught it back in 2019, I think. Like, you know, not 2019. Um, when they when it started, my wife, I think she caught it like in 2019, like in. You mean 2020? December. No, no. 2019, December? COVID has been... They started talking about COVID yeah, in right. 2020, but it was out in 2019, like November. November. So let me tell you something about Iron Man Abdullah. Iron Man Abdullah does not get sick unless I get sick as sick. Yeah. So anything less than like putting me in the bed, it's not an issue because I'm, I'm just ill like that. I can't really, you know, it's, it's what it is, bro. <laughs> but no, but I'm saying... Storm constitution. I'm telling you, something happened back in February. Of last year, because mm. it took me out for three days. I couldn't do nothing. Wow. And then I was good. But that was before the whole COVID stuff turned but no, up. No, COVID was spreading rampant here because they had the... I know it was, but they didn't know how like deep it was going in. You but know? a lot of people forget why COVID spread. So there's Boston's an international city. Yeah. And two, February is what? It's Lunar New Year. All A lot of the, the mm. Asian, the East Asian students and professionals, they go home with their families... And then they come back. Yeah. So you had a lot. This building, a lot in um, where I live, had a lot of um, East Asian um, young professionals, and they always go back every Lunar New yeah. Year. I mean, yeah. that, you get used to it. And then we, we had that big. We had a lot of big conferences from Italy. Yeah. We got a huge Italian population here, like the North End. Huge and Italy had blown up with COVID. Yep. Yep. And so we, we had a lot of exposure here. We just weren't being told. Yeah. Or they weren't monitoring until I was already sick by the time they were like, oh, Boston's a high hotbed zone. I was like, well, already been there. Do you think it was uh, racist to call it uh, the Chinese virus? It was not <laughs> yeah. helpful. It but I don't, help. I think that, I mean, mm. I think it's pretty clear that that's where it came from. I just think it's How's it clear? Because they, they came from the friggin' lab, man. Everybody knows it's How came you from know this we lab. didn't make it? And I'm we probably we probably paid for it and made it in that lab. So how you know we didn't pay for it and make it in the lab here? Probably did. I don't know. Our government be lying about everything. Mm. I mean, why why blame the Chinese, man? Well, I I think the evidence, quote unquote, shows that it came from Wuhan. What where they, evidence? Where they happen well, they, they to have a coronavirus? Don't they, they got, have a coronavirus specified coronavirus laboratory? There okay, they got like that? that's the that's the evidence. They got sick in China and then, first, and then Fauci uh, funded it. Oh, I don't know about him. No, he did. No, I'm serious. I don't know. No, his his group. What's the name of his? He had like some health <laughs> health group. I heard that that he had something to do with funding it, but. Hey. 
I mean, it would, but it would, I just want to know. He funded it, nigga. I That's just want to know. <laughs> how does it follow that because the Chinese caught it first, that means they? Well, they found the. Well, they do genetic well, testing, and they found that the this version of coronavirus. This is gain origin- of function. This is a result of gain of function research, and that's where they're doing gain of function coronavirus research right there. We're not. This is not a regular. No, what I'm saying though is this virus is not a regular coronavirus. I get it. It's, it's something it's, in it, the DNA has been manipulated. Exactly. So that indicates that it's something that's been tooled with, and it came from there. Okay, it's only evidence that it's been tooled with. It's yes. not evidence that it came from there. You see the distinction. Well, I, I, mean, I, I see what you're no, saying. No, but hear, but hear me out. Do you yeah. do you see what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. Tooled with is evidence that I mean, genetic manipulation is evidence that it's been tooled with. Yeah. But it doesn't follow that it's been tooled with it in China. It, it, it didn't have to I, say I that know, it man. was tooled with, but China is where the the largest initial infection began. So does that mean it happened there? Is that what you're saying? It, it, that it follows that because they had it the most, that's where... So then you can say Ebola, uh, the Africans made Ebola then, right? No, 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 no. I so mean, that's no. the biggest plate they had, had. They got it the well, most. E, with, but Ebola is a natural disease in... Oh, you don't think Ebola is, is something that they've been weaponized? Could, I mean, they could say that, make that same argument about I mean, AIDS. I'm just curious. Do you, is, it, is it logically possible that it's... That, Ebola could have been weaponized. I mean, everyone's always been afraid about Ebola being weaponized. Okay, well, let's talk about something else. You, the, but, you, the but, military guy, tell me a, a, a weaponized thing that's been created in a place like anthrax. Anthrax was weaponized. Weaponized. Smallpox so was weaponized. whoever made that, they should have caught it the most. Smallpox? Did that happen? Yeah, smallpox was always used as a weapon. How do you weaponize smallpox? Oh, that's not even a real disease anymore. Uh, because we went to eradicate it, but we weapon weaponize means how you use the disease, or you can so you could weaponize the disease and like I'm gonna make the mode of transmission easier. Smallpox, you put blankets full of smallpox, you give it to Native. Okay, oh, you're talking about back in the you know yeah. with the pilgrims and stuff. Yeah, but you but can it can still do it now, though. No, yeah. but you, you you can't catch. maybe not smallpox. Yeah, that's what I was. Trying yeah, to say. probably yeah. not. Yeah. I don't know. You but I see what you're saying. How do you wait? How do you put smallpox on a blanket? Like what because does that smallpox mean? is it's like cough on a bunch of blankets. No, <laughs> it, 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 no, I'm actually I'm, I'm actually serious. So was, smallpox, like like chickenpox, was spread by contact. So you the virus would get on clothing. Oh, from and if people. you gave and if you gave someone that clothing, they it would contact your skin. That's yeah. dirty, bro. It was, That's, oh yeah, we, we yeah, were grinding. Did that what do you mean we? That's white people, <laughs> white supremacy. <laughs> well, when he means we, he's yeah, putting no, us no, in no, the no. American. Don't put me uh, in that. No, don't uh, put me uh, as a country. I'm, are you run. part of that? Part of what? That, that America? We. That white we. That, 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 no, that that's country. not. That's an equivocation. He's, he's saying. saying the we as America is. I know what he's saying, but I'm not part of that we that that poisons people. Yeah, Don't look, put me in that way. All right, I agree. About. I'm not part of that we, but uh, the we he was talking about, yeah. um, I guess I'm a part of. I, I'm yeah. an American, right? So we, we, you yeah. American, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 don't. Once we go international, we'll be like, shoot, I am an American. Because you're gonna get blamed for it. <laughs> yeah. Even though you ain't, you step on a soil where them say that's an American, they blaming you, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So and you yeah. can scream, it was the white man. They'd be I mean, like, we're the only nations. Well, you kind of look white. Light skin enough. Black, black. So, no, anthrax was one of the, f- anthrax and a couple other diseases where they went in and you could, because anthrax is a bacterial infection and you can 
culture the bands from Anthrax to be more. So you, you, and so who was responsible? I'm sure by now they find found out who was responsible for weaponizing, weaponizing it. it. Who was it? I don't remember originally, but weaponizing Anthrax. Yeah, um, Anthrax was weaponized like in World War One. I. I heard. I don't know if it's a conspiracy. No. I heard that Iraq or somebody from the media was blamed Wait, for. Wait, didn't they? Didn't they, 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 they was sending it in that, mail. Yeah, wasn't that like right after like nine eleven or something back no. then? Yeah, somebody's so, getting powder in the mail. So it was like, oh, it's Anthrax. Th- that was ricin, but the yeah. the. the, the <laughs> they had weaponized anthrax, but they're not the ones that invented weaponized anthrax. Mm. Like that was that came out of Europe and America. People were using it for a while, but wow. people, human beings have been weaponizing infections for a long time. It's, yeah, I'm just trying to fig- get get an example to ref- to just say that know, just because a population is known to have a disease, a virus the most, it doesn't necessarily follow just necessarily that they're the ones who created Because somebody could have dropped the freaking but two, maybe they coronavirus have, bomb in China and they no, didn't even know. Or yeah. they may have, because of, it's, it's an infection, they may have less of a natural immunity and their infection rate goes up. Yeah. But you saw that the most of the world didn't have high immunity and coronavirus is very infection the death rate is like one to three percent but when you have most of humanity infected with it at some point in time that's outrageous let's 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 change topic a little bit let's uh, talk about um number one well first before we get into that how did uh coronavirus let me get in your pockets bro how did coronavirus affect your pop your pockets you lose money you make money Let's say 2020 as a whole. Oh, 2020 was hard. Oh, of course, of course, it, it made me. I, I, I think I'm, it made me get more money. You, you made more money. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you how it affected me financially. Well, number one, you I didn't was, make more money. Hold on, all the damn so number one packages. <laughs> come on, bro. Hold on a second. <laughs> all right. Why are you in my pockets like that? <laughs> well, you now I'm in his pocket. You brought up the pocket. <laughs> why are you revealing my income sources? Bro? Come on, so you why you said let's just talk about I, pockets? Just because I got seven kids, you got to talk about my pockets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and how much stimulus I got for each, each child, bro. Why you got me like that? No, but here's, the, here's the here's here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Business wise, I actually lost a bit. Of money. One guy, I lost like twenty something thousand dollars from one guy. I do have seven kids, however. (laughs) (laughs) The stimulus checks were quite crisp. (laughs) (laughs) They they were quite nice, but they they helped. uh, To be honest, we really needed it. We we business wise, I lost money, but the government actually made it up, and I'm not going to hate on the government for that. All right, so they came through for the homie because they usually don't. I'm just saying, they usually don't. They separated into three yeah. components. Go ahead. Uh, the beginning of 2020 mm. hurt horribly mm. for you. For, for for me, yeah. I had I had that contract I was working on with that client that was difficult. Who? Yeah, you know, we were talking about that, that in the last never, podcast. That didn't close. Yep. I put in for the SBA small business relief. Yeah, they them fools told me that they couldn't prove that I was alive, and I was talking, and I know the head. Prove you were alive. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was ridiculous, man. It it was, and I was talking to the national head uh, or one of the leaders for the for veteran small business, and I'm so I'm in communication. They emailed me back. Yeah. So I never got my economic relief for the small business. Wow. I, I had to appeal that, and by the time. My appeal went through in, by September. 
they had been out of money and then they had to re redo it and then they made the in 2021 they're like oh you could reapply but they made the criteria to apply hard, harder i had to get documentation mm. but guess what the government the agencies are slow with getting your documentation slow as hell slow so i'm still waiting on some of my documents so that hurt my partner got partial relief um, when I started the, the 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 tech business that we started together, so he he gave me a little he gave me a little ease in the summer, mm. and then around the summer is when I started getting the state started the pandemic unemployment insurance for small business owners, mm. and that's what took the pressure off me. But I was your boy was hurting until August. But what does that mean? They couldn't prove you was alive. So what does that actually mean, so, bro? And I wish I'm making this up. I got an email from the SBA to my business email that said that they could not confirm that my business was registered, that I was who I said I am, wow. and that they, they couldn't prove that I they had some indication that I was dead. Now, mind you guys, they had indication. You so they're saying that they couldn't prove that I was alive. So, so, so what, what one of my businesses say? I, I, so they said, "I'm sorry, I, we don't believe you're really there." Or I, I, that's what I'm asking. Like, what does that weird, mean, bro? You ain't really look, here right now, bro. You talking to to <laughs> no, them pasta? Like, so yeah. it, it was weird. And guess who CC'd? CC'd is the national. They went through a list of what they couldn't do. It was ridiculous. Now, mind you, I got I had I had applied for both businesses, right? My first, my consulting business because I hadn't merged them together yet. The first one that told me that I wasn't impacted, so I was like, "Look, how can one business you tell me I'm not impacted, mm. and this other business you tell me I, you can't prove I'm I am who I am, or that I own the business?" That's illogical. It's illogical. I'm the same person applying for the two businesses. Yeah. yeah. So. They were making, they had a lot of errors that they were having, right? Long story short is I didn't get any money from the SBA. So I was only getting my money from the state relief, but the state relief was okay to take the pressure off and they back paid me. They mm. back paid me until March. That oh yeah, nice, retro. Right? That's good, yeah. And then my part, my, my business partner and I, we the guy we were working on the original deal where that guy owed us like, he, he owes a bit of money. Wow. <laughs> he, yeah. Good six figures. And wow, bro, wow. that is a lot of money to owe. Yeah, Are you serious then? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm serious, bro. The Damn, dude owes us some serious money because we got him. I got him approved for a loan. Is this the same deal you were talking about last year? Yeah, yeah. Same wow, deal. Same man. deal. Got him reapproved. He came back and asked for it. So he was approved for the loan in January. Yeah. Wasn't ready. We got him reapproved for the loan in August. He, he was supposed to close in October. He didn't close. Now, at that point, I think in October, he caught COVID, his wife caught COVID and so forth. So there was some disruption there, but he should have been ready by that point in time. Anyway, so the guy, we were collaborating on that deal. We started talking about something else. And this is how Allah blesses you. Mm. We were like, yo, we should, we should make this real. And we went and we made a new company for the, de the digital infrastructure. We had nothing to do with what we were doing. <laughs> and because yeah. uh, my partner does computer he builds digital infrastructures data centers and the like for the department of defense and homeland security and like mm. so we collaborated on that we made some money we raised some money we went and um started that up and then we got a, a bank to back us hmm. so in the fall well i was looking a little bit better right i mm. made, I made yeah. some money it's coming back I, I you know i mean I, I got i got some money coming in for the business yeah. and then i started um, you know, obviously we're investing in the business. 
Now, then the Capitol riots happen. Between the election and the Capitol riots. So we're coming into this year now. And the 2020. Yeah. From the presidential election to the Capitol riot, the week after the Capitol Freaking riots, Capitol riots. Man, let those people be black, bro. Whole they would have been shot. Everybody would have been shot dead. Yeah, they wouldn't even have made it up the stairs. Nah. we all know that that's a gift. These niggas open doors for them. And <laughs> excuse me, I gotta get my podcast etiquette back. Yo, that's mm. privilege right there, bro. man, bro. It's right in your privilege. face. Do you know? I heard there's some of them wait, wait, jokers. Hold on, hold on. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I'm gonna just throw this in, and we can talk about it. Yeah. And we don't have like to. We've never had a tangent. There's before. some pe- some of those jokers. They seriously s- believe Trump is still the president. Them niggas is crazy, bro. You, you know what it is. Some people are like beyond. Like, they think because they think it was stolen. Like, no, no, you they, never meet somebody who's like. Well, here's the thing. I don't. I don't necessarily put the whole stolen election thing past anybody. But I don't give a damn because everyone's corrupt. That's another issue. It's, it's really my, difficult to steal an election in the United States. Man, kid, what are you talking about? It's hard to steal an election. Because the United States, every county is counted differently. By who? By individual people. You would. So who, you don't. Hold on. I just what? want to make sure I unpack that part. You don't think an election is possible to steal an election? I said it's very difficult to steal an election but in the United possible. States. But it's possible. In modern United States, do you think this yeah. presidential politics? It's not likely. No, I I, it, I wholeheartedly it, disagree with that. No, yeah, I think can, I disagree be, with it. I don't, even though I don't have the information. I don't. Man. Only reason I'm gonna say that it's possible is because voting now, the majority of it, they, it's the bat, it's electronic, digital, digital. It's digital. But yeah. they, they always do a printed copy. Huh? They always do the print. How do you how do you reference check but that if they want you, to? You, are you saying we're referencing every? How many people vote in an election? Millions, right? Seventy. Uh, this it's last in election, the eighty millions. One hundred sixty million people voted. They are not like checking all them joints. They did. They only check them. If okay, you I don't them. know, so they I can't ch- speak on it. You're saying so they check. If, if, if you challenge, if you challenge the, count, I get that part. The majority of them are not challenged, though. And they, the majority of states and majority of counties are not challenged. Exactly. That's but my point. But if you are challenged, you have to provide. I get that. That's, that's, that's hold on, hold on. after just, the let's fact. Let's just boil this down. Let's just get it out here. Is the election between Trump and Biden a, a fair and free election? It was fair, and he lost by... I mean, Trump lost the first... He lost the popular vote the I'm first not, time. I'm not pro-Trump. I, I hate I know, Trump. Yeah. Okay? I think we all are in unison with that. Yeah, I'm not pro-Trump. since Taft. But do you feel like... That was a free and fair election and everything was above board and the, the right person was elected and that's what the, that's the people's choice. I mean, like the people chose Biden. People chose Biden. Biden won the election by over eight or 12 million millions of people. It wasn't like it was squeaky close. I don't know, you, man. you can cheat on close know. elections. It's yeah. really hard to cheat on an election when you lose. When it's a, a mar- when the margin oh. is like ridiculous. Yeah. Like if it's like a twenty thousand dollar twenty thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. vote here's difference, the, the you thing. can. But all I'm saying is, I'm not trying to. Dis- me personally, what I just want to hear from you, you know, because you're into the politics things more than. Me, I mean, I can't, I didn't even vote, so I, you know, I don't yeah, really. I, I'm, I'm all I want to know. I, I want to know is, hard. do you believe it is possible to steal an election because of the electronic aspect of it, it would be voting. Poss- possible, but you need a political machine to get elected. So if you're running for president, you need to have your people in ev- in every major voting. 
precinct or at least at the county level. If not, you're not going to. Is that doing, possible? Yeah, that's required. If you're no, I'm saying, but is it possible to have your people like you just look, explained? Oh, yeah, that's what all you, you need to do. So then, it's a possibility. It's no, no, no. logically possible. It's all you have anything to do. that's possible can happen. No, no. But look, see, all you right? have to but do. Is I mean, that's. I think that's modal logic well, hold, hold right hold there. Watch this. But if I'm not for mistaken, for you to be a competent candidate, you need a political machine, which means you need human beings on your side. Yeah. At every major contested area. Is that you, possible? But that's what you do to make sure that your votes are counted. So is that possible? Well, I'm, I'm saying that that makes it unlikely because you and your Oh, you're arguing against, you're saying yeah, yeah. If, you, if you have that or if you don't have that. If you it have that. Because you, that would be required. Oh, you mean the person who's being cheated out of it? Yeah, is if they have that, they it makes it likely you yeah, can't they steal. All you have to do to steal an election is make sure the people who are the gatekeepers are on the same page with you. We got a lot of like, who are the vote counters? Like you have, you had. Here's the thing: I'm not on the side of Trump. I don't give a damn about Trump. But you had a lot of his voters who had some very, very legitimate complaints about the vote counting. Give me one. They, but you know they, they were only complaining is, this is about the just, vote counting in black is, neighborhoods. No, they it wasn't just black neighborhoods. No, it wasn't. They were I actually looked into this. When this was going on, there were many fully white as hell areas, and they weren't allowed into the rooms where they were counting the thing no, to, they were, to observe they, the process. So the how, do you, how do you know? Hearsay? No, no. this was actual so, news reports. Hearsay. No, people. Not hearsay. I'm sorry. The, the second people, hand. Um, second, okay, listen. Second hand, first hand, what? There, there's vote. There's the people who count the votes. Yeah, and then there's the uh, the observers. Uh, observers. Yeah, from both parties. The observers were directly from both parties. The observers from the Republican side, not the Democratic side. The Republican side were saying, "Hey, they're not letting us in here to watch the vote count." And no, you believe them? So th- this is that, why that, not? Th- I mean, so, because they dealt with Trump, here, here, here. and you say you don't like Trump. No, but, no, watch this. Hold up, look, wait, look, wait. This body of evidence. Hold on, he's hold he's on, not hold saying on, nothing. Hold on. But you have to, if you don't believe them, who do you, who do you believe? Oh, if I'm oh, believing it directly, so you're believing them because you have to believe it's directly from their mouth. I'm not no, believing. They can't them. be lying. Look, they could be of lying. Of course, anybody look, can be lying. So why are you believing them if you they, if you weren't all, there? Of all the, they were there. They, you're not they, skeptical of they. You have to go. I'm skeptical of everything, bro. I don't trust don't nothing. Tr- so look, are you skeptical? So right now you're saying you believe them or you might believe them. If they're saying that they're not letting me in to view them, you believe them. You go into this thing of this is easily documentable. No, I know. There's a lot of documentable lies, bro. If they're if they're it's either they got in or they didn't. No, they but there was was only one. There was of all their legal complaints, (laughs) every single one. There was one. I heard it was one, one. One judge that allowed them to go from twenty almost sixteen feet away. To six feet away. That's what I heard. That was the only. But I don't know won. if that's true. Every but other, that's what I heard. Every other procedural or part of they lost, and moreover, their arguments were lazy. Worse than that's a they, that's an overstatement. That's an insult to anybody. Worse than lazy. So here's the other side to this. I know that they all went to court and everything, and I know they all got knocked down. But here's the reality of the situation: the mainstream media and Democrats didn't like Trump. Very justified. He's a raging idiot. Just the absolute pinnacle of narcissistic moron that there is. That was Donald Trump. I hated his tweets. I hated his voice. I'm so grateful to God, to Allah. Thank you, Allah. I don't have to hear his voice anymore. 
but they saying he's about to get elected. He next. might get elected again. <laughs> but but why? Then what you gonna do? Why is some of the people may vote for him? Why is that though? Why is that? Because why is what? Because the Democrats are dropping the ball. I know it's not oh. just that. Like they, they what Look, what have they done? Literally, what have they done? It's not that. Look, what 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 groundbreaking uh, uh, governance have they done since they've been in office? Besides, literally, just sit there. This nigga's going through. What dementia. have they done? He's the Democrats? Going, he's going through Biden. What has he done? He's going through dementia right now. That's what he's done. Who Biden? Biden. What is? But what has he done? Good. What has he done? Go ahead. He um, runs a government. Let me Much think. Better than before. You like money? Sure. He gave you a lot of money, brother. That was coming with Trump or anybody. No, Trump ain't going. Wasn't giving I you got, that kind of the money. The money I got last year was from Trump. Huh? The money I the got, money last, got year last year was, was from Trump. All right, so Trump is president. He gets credit. Okay, 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 okay. You got that. The, the, you, the, got the, that. The, the, you got that. You got that. No, you got that, money. This that year. Has you got that. Nothing to do with either party. Huh? You got that. I know. I'm not saying. I'm not. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But you know, the president does have a lot to do with stimulus. I mean, this higher ups, he signs, Look, he's a puppet. I get all that. But guys. But I'm just saying, the, the, yeah. who right now, who are you going to give credit to for stimulus checks going forward? I mean, they can't get the vaccine. I mean, the vaccine. I'm just saying, like, he, I think he gave money out to people and people were happy with that, right? So you, you're happy with Biden? Biden huh? runs the government better no, Okay, let me just say this. Hold I don't even know if I'm happy with Biden. Here's the thing that we do: we, you and me, go off on our emotional tangents. He's usually given facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hold, hold well, on. This isn't kind of an emotional. No, 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 but there's an emotion right. to it. Trump was speaking to the emotion of white working class in middle America. Yeah. Because he was speaking to something that other people weren't listening to. He was speaking to the value of whiteness in America, and America. We didn't talk about this. We just call that racism. No, it, no. There's two parts. America created slavery. Slavery was an economic system that came created to make money. And then everything else was a rationalization, right? And one of the things that came out of, of, of the slave system, we talk about racism, which is the pushing down of black people because we want to exploit them for the economic. But you need to control poor white people. And they, we created purposefully there's a white woman that did some really interesting studies on this mm. we created a concept of whiteness never existed before the idea of white people was created in in the slave slavery actually came out of virginia english guys out of virginia the idea of whiteness yeah what do you kind of it, it's let me see let me there was just no white let me people before that you were from whatever country you were from and they weren't to, they weren't seen as a unified block the United States. So, how claimed, old is this concept? Like a hundred years old or something? Or? No, uh, 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 early seventeen hundreds, late sixteen hundreds, right around the slave system. It was you because Man, that's deep. Bro. Are you? They're trying. No, this is true. This I heard this. Yeah. They're saying. What? What? Let me just correct me if I'm wrong. From what I understand, it, I'm gonna just kind of put it in my own way. It's kind of say there's two types of white people. Yeah. There was the white people who was the ones, like. Acting on racism, yeah. like treating the black people a certain way, like making themselves feel like they're better than black people. The British, the, I think. But these was like the poor one. The poor people started the racism part, sort of. Really? Like, okay, okay when they created slavery, they didn't create it on race based on racism. No, because white people it was, could be slaves too. Yeah, it was based and, on money only. Yeah. Mm. And so after they created the racist, I mean, created slavery, because it's the black people that's enslaved, it's obvious the certain white people are going to take this idea that we're better than black people to the extreme. So, like the smart white people, they knew that black people could be 
mathematicians, yeah, yeah. scientists. I mean, we already proved that. And they would push out that, that yeah. stupid idea that black people was worth one fifth. What was it? Well, that, that was for political. The South wanted to count black people to for their for their um, as citizens, but not give them any votes. So they because the South. Um, bl- black people were so many were more popular than white people in the South at the time. Mm, yeah, um, or close, yeah. near near fifty fifty. So, if you think back, when the United States and the colonies, the British colonies, the Dutch colonies, the Spanish colonies, yeah. are are founded, and there's the native peoples that are already there to have their kingdoms, right? There, there's conflict between them, and they're getting people who are being captured. You have enslaved Africans, and you also have indentured Africans and free Africans mm-hmm. in the Americas. And you have the same. You have free Europeans, and you have indentured Europeans, and, and you have enslaved Europeans. Europeans. Yep. Mm. All here at the same time. But what's the issue? Well, it's hard to keep track of it in, when you, someone runs away and they're an enslaved European, how are you going to know? Yeah. The Native Americans were dying from European diseases. <laughs> the Africans, one had skill sets, yeah. agrarian yeah. and masonry skill sets that they could use. They could tolerate European diseases and they can tolerate um, North American it's and bad, Central bro. American, South American diseases. You can handle it, bro. Whatever we it is, robust. we got it. So yeah. you you had it where the those populations were yeah. easier to enslave. Then, but they were still revolting. So there was a revolt in the uh, there was a number of revolts because people don't want to be enslaved mm-hmm. between the, with the indentured servants and the slaves, both white and of African descent, European descent and African mm-hmm. descent in Virginia, mm-hmm. and it lasted a year. And, the, and the, the British military had to come, and the white leadership, the nobility said, well, we don't want this to happen. So they create, they started, they needed to separate poor whites. Because look, if you're a poor white person, a poor black person in America, you live in the same place. Mm-hmm. Basically. You, you live in the same lifestyle. You might not be in yep. the same nah, yeah, not, so, you yeah, got same the same lifestyle. stuff in your house. Yeah, pretty right? much. <laughs> Everybody's going to Walmart. Yeah, everybody's going to Walmart. But what, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. But the, but the white people that was like the black people, like the white trash, they still had this mentality because of the system yeah. <clears throat> that they were better than the black people. This is where the I thought that came in in the Nixon era, though. No, Didn't no, no, he have no, a whole no, thing no, where he was. This no, starts. No, no, no. This is at the foundation of the country. Yeah, bro. Uh, thing. They created this concept of whiteness, and then what they did is they eroded two main things. They stopped black men from being able to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. So they made it where black men couldn't be armed. They allowed mm-hmm. white men to be armed. Yeah. The other thing that they did is they start, because there was a lot of miscegenation. There were white women with both people. Everyone was intermarrying because that's how human beings get down. So they started prohibiting the white black women. men from, from marrying white, white women, women mm. yeah. white European women. And they allowed black, they allowed the white, white men to do both. And then eventually they started stopping them from marrying the black women, but they can, you they can, can smash all you want. They can smash all they want. Yeah, they yeah. can keep them as proper. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're removing the man's ability to protect his family and mm. rewarding the other's so he could protect his family and then saying that, that gun and everything, that you get that because you're white. Mm-hmm. Now you then have, mm-hmm. although you are economically similar, yep, yep. you have privilege in the society yeah. and you have the ability, you believe you have the ability to, for upmobility. So let's, bring this back, so let's bring this back to Trump. What did he do? Trump is speaking to that. 
Mm. Trump is speaking not in what he's saying, the nonsense he's saying. He's speaking to that fear that white, the white middle America had about the power of whiteness being gone. That's it. That's and exactly correct. No, that's uh, that's what a lot. That's why no, in his but, slogan. What was his make main America slogan? Great again. Make, make America, America great again. People knew what he was talking about. know what he was talking about. Well, here's the thing. I, 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 man, I hope he doesn't make his way back into any he, kind of office, he, man. He, 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 like I don't want to hear. But his, if you know, if he does his dumb shit. But if curse. he does, you his, never know. That might be a good thing. Mm. Hold on. You're gonna tell me right now it wasn't a good thing that Trump was a president. I'm gonna say I know where you're going because showcase all the issues that we had. Yeah. He I'm glad like, he was the president. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm in, in a that way, sense. In a way, like it woke everybody up. But damn it, it was hard going through that. All that Listen, dumbass stuff he had. Like just every, every single thing he said. If it, you're looking for to be happy in this dunya, you in the wrong place. <laughs> but we yeah, gotta, we but gotta I'm strive just saying to work it, to be like, happy. Was that easy video. going through that? That last four years? It didn't. I'm gonna be honest, bro. I was every time he came out his face with some stupidity and some stupid white people followed him. Yeah. It made me be like, hooray, keep doing it. Why? Because <laughs> you're exposing idiots, bro. Yeah, that's true. No, it definitely I mean, did. It, it, it definitely so, did that. I mean, I know people who voted for Trump. And I, I and they sound rational and they're getting because I think speaking, we all know someone who voted for Trump. They're speaking from this place of emotion <laughs> that they don't yet understand. And yeah. it, they, they're talking to this thing of the world is leaving us behind. And be like, well, the world is getting, um, the world is, uh, all these companies. I'm like, look, the majority of companies in America are owned by white men. Yeah. If the white, if the company fires your neighborhood, talk to the person in your, ch- that's next to you because he owns that business. We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no foreigners invading America. We are bringing them there and we're doing our business. We're moving their our Yeah, that whole idea with Mexicans coming in. They're coming in because business owners are bringing them in to do these jobs for cheap. They're hiring it's them. Not, it's like, not like they're just coming in at the border like, oh, we're going to break through like zombies or something. Yo, let me know if this is an irony. Those white people who are complaining... Who was like, you know, we're losing this stuff. We, you know, we're losing our whiteness. Does it seem like they're kind of going, starting to have to shout out the way black people would have been shouting out for over three, four hundred years for the? I mean, they're utilizing some of the tools that we do, but the 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 the, the, the place is come. It's coming from a place of fear. It's coming from a place of political and economic fear that any other country would have yeah. when your group is no longer the super majority. Yeah. And they're no longer the super majority. And the United States is going to be a mixed country, which is not a bad thing. But here, here's the thing. is No, but they still want to maintain their power. That's they, what it's about. They, 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 That's they, really what it's all some, about. Yeah, they're losing power. Yeah, they're, they're losing power. Gonna be, no, no. They're, they're not going to be destitute. They're not going to be enslaved. They're losing. No, no. <laughs> oh, hell no. They, of course that ain't going to happen. No, but here's what the fear is. They're losing numbers, which they equate to losing power, and they don't desperately don't want to lose power. But they can't. They can't help but lose numbers. I mean, this is just a natural. I mean, yeah, the reproduction rates are not yeah, high it's enough. way low. Like ours are high. How many kids you got? Five, um, five, and seven, bro. We get down, bro. <laughs> well, so like, they, well, some of it is four, also because they, four? They, five, five, yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 we have a uh, the way we treat our women in the workplace is horrible. 
we have a mass uh, unhealthy version of what Who's, work is. Like I don't like saying we because I don't treat women bad in workplaces. I'm talking about we as a country. I don't like, but I just don't like being the nation. A, I'm not part of actually, no. It's not just yeah, actually, country. let me just say this. I don't. I like don't that. believe you should take that on your shoulders, even yeah. though you're an American. You're not like that, bro. I'm not like <laughs> that. I mean, because I mean, when you say me, we, certain people hearing that might say, oh, you think you're like, you know that you're talking about America, but if you're holding, like, Look, he's, I kind of get what he's, he's saying. He's from the Navy, no, no, bro, so he's got I, allegiance. I think one of the things we, we, the country did is we didn't come to terms with the horrible stuff we did all the way around, on, 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 on across the sides. And when they want to stick their head in the sand, well, I'll, I'll change the history books. You know, I'll, I'll tell this. I don't want to tell this this story because I want George Washington to be perfect. And I want I'm like, look, the guy was imperfect. He's a human being. I'm not mad. I'm like, yeah, he was a slave owner. No, duh. It's the 1700s in America. If you're rich, good chance you're a slave owner. Right. Does I'm going to hold him responsible for that. I don't need to contaminate everything else. People want people to be perfect. Anyway, I'm just talking about. That group thinks whiteness is real. Black people in America think that whiteness is real and that black is real. These are so. These are labels that people four hundred years ago made up. Yeah, it's a it's a so construct. Wait, so are you saying right now that whiteness and blackness is not real? Is that it, what it, you're it saying? In the in the what you got to understand what he means by that. You got to unpack. That. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It is it. Their race is a human construct. There, there's no genetic thing to race. There's family heredity, right? There is a genetic thing to race. There is. This is why I can trace no, my no, genetics no, 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 back no, 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 no. to. Listen, the way you're wording it, I think, is the problem. You're saying there is a genetic thing. To race, there's just a genetic thing to indifference or, or or difference of skin tone, but the label was is a construct that was put on those colors that was created. I get that. So that's what he's saying. Yeah. I know, that's but to construct. say it like that though, but you're yeah. saying no, race is not real. But I don't that's think, what he means I mean, by the, not the real. The idea of race was made up. It's by made the up, Catholic bro. Church. It never existed. It was always what nation you were and what language you spoke. Human mm. beings always separated themselves by their common political fam, fam, family identity and their language, right? And, and, and then their practices. So let me and ask you a question, bro. A war breaks out tomorrow. White against black people. What side you on, bro? See, you're you're creating that. I, you're creating that. What no, if listen, he said? Listen. What if he said neither side? Then what's your, what are you going to say mean, then? Look, look. I'm with my. Strong, what if he said? I'm with, I'm with my strong black brethren. But let me let me uh, let me. Hey, just, I, let I me, feel you, bro. Let me let you. me just say. I, I, I mean, I'll probably be right there with I mean, you, bro. I can't, what am I going to do? Fight with? I'll, no, I'll probably be right there here, with you. But if there was a bunch of okay, what if it was uh, Muslims, blacks against white? Who you going? What team you on? Now that changes it, don't it? That changes Wait, hold on, hold on. because you know on that Muslim team there's gonna be some white people, there's gonna be some black people, there's gonna be some Asian people, there's some Puerto Rican people, there's a Latino. They're gonna be every race. I'm gonna be with the. Hold on. So I'll which be, which team? I'll You're gonna be with, with the whites, the blacks, or the Muslims? I'll be with the Muslims. However, I want to make sure. Hold on. 
I want to make sure that they just not on some crazy stuff. And that okay, they, well, like, the, if it's a black against white, they on some crazy stuff. No, I know for sure. So why yeah. you don't matter then? <laughs> huh? Why does it matter when a Muslim? Stop making me think all the time, brother. I'm trying. Well, that's to, what we we here for. No, but see, same thing. I want to make sure whatever whatever side you on, you just not on some crazy I mean, stuff. But it's, so it's you real. so they, but here's the, okay. No, wait, let me finish. Oh, no, wait. So no you want to make sure you ain't on no crazy stuff. And if they are, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna be on the team. I'm taking a plate plate uh, plane. And getting that hell so out you of ain't it. gonna be if white people started with the black people, you ain't gonna be on the black team. I have to, I have to, I have to. Here's the thing: is I have to look at all sides, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here, hold on, because they're gonna be on some let old me, crazy let me, stuff. Let me just say this though: I just don't Whites like against whenever, blacks. whenever we, whenever people talk about America and all the injustices and the problems in America, they say we. I'm not with that we. I'm not part of the white supremacy that. You know whether that's what a social construct or not, which it is. I'm not part of that 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 white supremacy that made it so hard on women. My woman has a great life. I treat women very nicely, I, mm. I, with uh, with the utmost respect. I have to because I'm a Muslim. All right. Uh, I don't uh, disrespect anybody. I don't poison people. I don't go out and bomb poor people and get take their resources. So I don't want to be included with that. We. That's not we. That's them. I, 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 see, I, see. I get what you're saying. I but get what you're saying too. This is, you just got to put it in a way that he cannot disagree. So, like, you'll get rid of the we if I said to you, "Would you use we in the context of the enslavement of black people?" You yeah. wouldn't use the word we for that, right? Even though it was America who did it, right? I, if I said we as a country, I would we say as a country enslaved black people. Would you say it in that context? I, I would, but I wouldn't say. Huh? I wouldn't say we. As in we and I, like I'm involved. So I'm saying we because I'm taking ownership. I wouldn't use we in that context. I would say. I, 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 I see what you're saying. Why White you America and slave. Finish. You're taking ownership. What? I'm not taking ownership. I think one of the things when you do, when you don't take respond, when you don't say that your country or whatever group does bad stuff, you can't. You can't move to the next step. Slavery was the fundamental building block of the economic system, not just for the United States, but for all of the Americas in Western Europe. That's how they made their money. Mm-hmm. So the Western world. Look, the pirates, Aren't those people white people talk about like pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. they were robbing merchants. And think, when they started messing with the slaves, the British sent the Navy after them and they killed them. What do you them. mean messing with the slaves? What did they do? They, they were messing with the slave ships. They kept, oh. they were, that's the fundamental building block. Oh, so when the pirates took, what, freed them or something? They, what did they, they do? They started, because they had money there, you know, you, you go get slaves, you're going to have gold. So would they take, were they let, letting the slaves free or they were some, stealing the slaves and both. stealing the they money? Doing, they were doing both. Were oh, doing so both. when pirates start, so pirates was robbing ships the, and stuff, the pirates all the, okay. It, but when the, they started messing with the slaves, the British were like, hey, let's get this Navy in here and kill these niggas because they don't know what they're doing. Well, yeah, messing yeah. with our income like this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because they messing with the real money. Okay. Okay. You know, you know. We're here fighting and arguing with each other over lies that greedy men made up for mm. 500 years ago. So there's a so we've always talked about the enslavement, mental enslavement of the black man, Carter G. Woodson, but there's the enslavement of the white man too, and Trump represents 
that group speaking to them. And once they let that go, <laughs> we could move forward mm. as a real we. So let me ask you this. I've done some research on who was like the father of creating this race thing. Like white people and black people being less who, than Who's that people. father? Who's that father? Do you know who that father is? I, I know several different Probably groups. some psychiatrist or something. No, yeah. I'm just I'm just tell you what I've learned. I want to just see if if what I've learned. I don't is remember we, the, the okay, because I heard it started with evolution, and you know who's like Darwinian evolution. No, you, Darwin is years after this though. Huh? Darwin is 1880s. The race stuff was created in the late 1500s, early mid 1600s. No, I'm talking about for uh, for in America. Well, so what? Who are you going? Who are you? Okay, so about? what I understand in academia, the idea that white people are more intelligent, more civilized, and all of these things. Now, it could have been. In, it could have started, like you said, further back. But it seems like the one who put it on, like, started putting it out in academia. It had to do with this idea that, firstly, the person who started it believes that evolution, that we evolved from we, apes and us have the same ancestral you know, origin. And so they're saying that the reason why white people are the civilized race and everybody else is the uncivilized, like the, you know, the blacks and the you know, all of the different colored races is because they have like a 12-step stage between the, the Neanderthal or the ape and white people. It's 12 stages. Oh, yeah, I remember. And the sixth stage, between the sixth, the fifth and the sixth, between the great ape and the human being, guess what race they put there? Don't tell me black people, bro. Yep. I got the picture to show it. So, but they don't talk about this. So the, they put the black person. So the missing. So the final stage is just pure whiteness. Yep. Yeah. The twelve, <laughs> the twelve stage. Then how come? Is how the come, European white people? How come y'all can't uh, survive a weekend? <laughs> <laughs> so one of the, see what. what no, seriously. Yo, you never seen that picture, bro? No, no, no. Nah, bro. And that's because, just going to make me angry. I don't want to see it, man. Yo, you got to see I, this, man. I know man. exactly what he's talking about. Because yo, this is crazy. This is this, what they taught in. Why well, y'all got all these diseases? <laughs> right, let me stop. Let me so, stop. so this system, that this infection that we've had, yeah. it contaminates everything that we think about. Man, it, it, I'm sorry. I'm just going on. So hold on. All right. So let's hold, on, hold on. Hold on. I got to get it topics. out. I got to get it out. Let me just get it out. These niggas went over here and made a 12-step yep. uh, chart of from apes to humans and made black people the, the, number the six. The missing link between apes and humans. And you know what's funny? I, I saw uh, Joe, on the Joe Rogan podcast, he had some dude on there and said like, oh, uh, so Africans are genetically, racially predisposed to uh, rage and aggression, whereas white people, we're like farmers and... You know, we, we became farmers and, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. Nigga, how us. come y'all are the biggest murderers on the planet, bro? Look, how come y'all, y'all, are, y'all are killing the entire earth with your pollution and your mistreatment of women uh, and your greed and your murderous intent and your... Anyway. Uh, hold up, because, look. Let me not put human, my foot in my mouth, It's a man. human condition, right? 
And right now, so if you go back to the history wow, of human bro. beings, if you really oh, here's the nice Greek yeah. statue. Yeah, uh, you, as the final, it, get yeah. out of here, bro. This. Yeah, I've seen that before, and there are several others. Darwin, Darwinism as ethnical as an ethical. But Darwin, system. Darwin can eat a bag of D's, bro. No, but Darwin, Darwin actually didn't do that. But Let me stop. I don't want to get off Dar- my D, bro. What do you mean Darwin didn't do this? Dar- Darwin didn't put forth that. People adopted Darwinism. They were all going. So who, bro, who, this is who in who his book. Where did this, where did this I mean, concept come from? Did you say the Catholic bro, Church? Bro, this is in his book, bro. So they, there was multiple different. So what happens is, the the, the were, there's always a rationalization for what's going on. For the, originally, they based slavery based on the son of Ham and Sham, and you know the different sons of Abraham. And but Noah. that's we're talking about this picture. Have you seen this picture, I've bro? I've seen the picture. I don't get a mo- no. They, it's not whether you care about it. It's whether you just. I'm just saying. This is the, the 12 steps from the grade 8, whatever the hell that number 12 is, to the number 1, the civilized white man, and the missing link between the grade 8, excuse me, between the ape and the human being is a black man. That's clearly racism. Yeah. They use Darwin's theory of evolution as a, it's a political worldview. It created a, a political, ethical, and ethnical system yes, of explaining human existence, bro. Basically giving us less words. Whatever, whatever the system is going to, whatever the new thought or the, what they believe to be the most sound thought has to defend this exploitation-based system. That's all it is, yeah. No, I get it. They're using whatever's out there to defend this exploitation-based system. I get it. The money and their power is based. Is I get that, but they, but there's people who believe this. Yeah, there are people who believe this, and they're they're fools. But so it's a it's a worldview. It's something that we're not disagreeing. We we're on the same boat. Oh, you asked the question. What? What? How do white people come into the Europeans? Just were winning at the time. We're in a period of what is called European aggression. The European countries. We're currently are, in that. We're running. We're, we're waning out of the period. The mm. period of European military aggression, where the, the Europeans were the more dominant military and economies, it's waning off. Another power is going to grow in other new economies and other groups, and there'll be shifts, and there'll be countries that don't exist anymore. It happens all the time. You have a very, um, you know, and I can appreciate this. You have a Actually, very academic way of looking at this. A, the, like me and Shema, me and Yusuf over here, like yeah, about to punch somebody in the face. <laughs> you have a very like thirty thousand feet in the air looking because, down kind because of. Because human beings do this all the time. Yeah. Different groups come into power. I, I they appreciate make, that. They I, make stuff you know. up. Yeah. And the Europeans came to power. They Check couldn't this, allow look, themselves to believe. Look that at that picture, evil. man. This guy right here. Do you know they used to? Used to ship him around to zoos, saying, right, "This is you're the just making me angry, bro." I get it. All they right. got him holding a monkey, bro. No, I know, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, they yeah. shipped him around. I forget his name. Yeah. Um, he committed suicide, bro. Yeah, because they they lower his worth as a human yeah, being. Yeah, bro. They shipping him around, African missing link to the freaking with a monkey. It's monkey okay. In the Look, they're so beneath us. It's okay if we kill them and take their stuff. Yo, this like, is so bad, bro. All right, uh, let me let me move. Let, let's <laughs> move on because we need to end this topic. Yo, All right, because this um, is hold on. So, brother Yo, Yusuf, they evil, bro. Brother Yusuf, we we've spoken about how COVID has affected us 
And lastly, we got to wrap it up because we're working on a film for those who, uh, who don't know. Uh, keep an eye out for The Meeting, a, a short film that's coming up soon. And you're going to hear a little bit from the cinematographer and the lead antagonist coming up. We got to get you uh, comfortable with the lines. We got to get somebody else involved who can at least you can bounce the lines off of. Um, we want to get your mannerisms down. So we because it's, it's not necessarily you saying the lines it's about what you emote. You got the face. You got the eyes. I think you got the talent. But we got to get that face to eyes. We got to get that. We got to get that. No, we gotta so, get the, so romantic. Buying new clothes. Man, you're a, about to be dating. <laughs> no, here's the reality. He has to he has to emote danger. If that makes any sense. And it has to come. It has to come from him without him saying a single word. You know, no, you have to have, but you have it. I can see it. Like I can tell you got a lot of pain, but you got to bring it so it's right under the skin, so you can see it on the thing. I'm serious. You sound like a real director. Like yeah, you got the face. Again. Just bring it. You know, you got it. You have it. Film courage, bro. I'm laughing a lot, but I'm laughing because I'm mature and I've never gone through this process. So everything is funny. Everything is funny. Well, that's the first. That's but see, that's funny because that's like for your character. That's the first part that you gotta let go, because there's, there's not a single point in this where you laugh or even smile. I'm serious. No, but you gotta bring that intensity. Everyone's got pain, and I know you got a, a bunch of pain because I know some of your life. All right, so you guys good? Yeah. You ready to talk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, so we're going to have our cinematographer and our lead antagonist talk to you a little bit about themselves. Our cinematographer is Abida Mohammed. Hello. And our lead antagonist, Lightspeed. What's up? How you doing, brother? Power to the people. Power to the people. All right. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about where you come from, what you're doing, and what we are, what your role will be in this project. Abby. Okay. Um, so my name is Abby Dad Muhammad. I'm from Dorchester, Massachusetts. Um, moved to a small town. Um, after that, I homeschooled all my life until I went to college. Then I went to art school. Um, got into music, art, photography, pretty much just everything art. And um, where'd you go to school? I went to the um, Art Institute of Brookline. Mm. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was nice. Okay. Learned some things. Um, had a great experience for myself. Feel like I learned a lot there. Um, yeah, it was. It opened my eyes to photography in a way I didn't know. And then after that, I just kind of had, you know, a passion for it. Not just photography, but like the whole thing, like video. And um, audio, everything, just how you put it together is very interesting to me. So, mm. um, yeah. What will be your role in this project? My role will be um, the cinematographer. And what, is, what does that person do? Pretty much um, figures out what the lighting's going to look like, what the scene's going to look like, you know, the ambiance of it. Excellent. And whatnot. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So, Excellent. That interests me very much. <laughs> great, great. Well, welcome, welcome, and we're glad Thank to you. have you. All right, uh, Lightspeed. Yes, welcome, sir. Welcome to the show, brother. How you doing, man? So, so oh, I'm sorry. You don't have headphones on, so you can't hear me. Uh, <laughs> welcome I, to the I, show. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. I'm great. Your, your role is a very uh, troubled 
role. I feel that you are, are going to be seen as very dangerous. Mm. And I feel like you might be able to, you might carry that with you. Are you okay with that? I am okay with that. I think, I think the role is actually going to be great practice. I you hope never so. know when, you know, what, <laughs> you never, and that's not to sound the wrong way. I mean, I'm not planning on, like, you know, terrorizing anybody, but, um, yeah. You, you know, you never know what skills you might need, what transferable skills you might learn on the set, you know? You're going to have to let that darkness out, and I know you got <laughs> yeah. it. Tell us about what you do and where you're from. So, um, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, a Roxbury kid. Um, I am uh, an artist of different mediums. Um, I've done organizing, activism in Boston for about 14 years. Um, my company is Lightspeed Arts, and um, yeah, we just use art to promote positivity. What's your website? Love Lightspeed, spelled L-U-V. You Love like, Lightspeed. Love Lightspeed. We're going to put a, 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 a link to that in the description of this podcast, so feel free to check it out uh, if you see fit. Um, so what, what are you, so you, you're coming here with, uh, what kind of like art have you done? You said you did um, many mediums um, of I, art. <clears throat> I've dipped and dabbed in a lot of different arts. So I do, I'm, I'm kind of like un, untrained or self-trained, so to say. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little bit of visual art, um, writing, lyrics. What do you mean visual hit? art? What's visual art? And when, it, I, when I ask you that, I'm not trying to be facetious, but this is a podcast, so I like to paint a yeah, picture for yeah. people listening. So, yeah. Um, so, I never really consider myself like a true artist, you know, like people who sell their work. So, when I say visual art to me, I'm not going to know if I'm going to give you the, um, the technical definition, but visual art to me uh, is anything that you can just see that goes on a canvas or a paper or oh, done so with you, a brush or, or uh, like... Drawing and painting, then, but and then, things, yeah. but then sculpting. I don't know what is that for. That's visual art, and so you do sculpting. I don't sculpt. No. Oh, I thought you said okay. <laughs> sorry. No, no. I thought that's what you said. Okay. No, it just. Uh, I draw define, too. Define in terms. Yeah. You draw. I draw too. I draw. I, that's how all these stories that I wrote that we're making this this little film. It started from me drawing as a kid. Me oh, and my cousin. Cool. We used to draw. I still draw, but I well, I can draw. So you I, have the sketches of... I got a whole book of just everything I've done. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I draw a lot, like a lot of stuff. But I stopped probably like 10 or 15 years ago. Pretty but I cool. can still do it. Pretty but yeah, no, it takes a lot. Like I've seen a lot of your stuff on Instagram. What's your Instagram for everybody? Instagram. Um, I have so many, it's hard to think of them. Um, my Instagram is lightspeedarts. So, okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your, a lot of the pictures you've drawn and, and stuff is yep. up there. Yeah. It's, yep. it's really good stuff. Thanks. Do you feel like you're up for this task, though, considering that this may be your first on-screen acting I think endeavor? It's gonna be, I think it's going to be fun. I think, <clears throat> I think I'm a character, so, um, you know, I think I, I, play a, I can play a, a role, and it'll, it'll be fun. Okay. I think I have a, I don't know. I think in life, I mean, I'm more of a, like, silly, goofy kind of character. Don't tell people that. They got to buy into the, the evil guy that they're going to see. <laughs> but, so, so then the role. So now where, where the role speaks to me is that, one, yeah. it's, a, it's a guy who, you know, for the, of course, I'll say he has a, a dark history, a dark past, um, a lot of pain, but he has a deep love for his daughter. And like, you know, and, and so I think I can channel some rage, you know, some some dad rage in, into this role, you know? I think that's good. I, that's, to be honest, that's where this script is coming from. So when I, when I started adjusting this script, a lot of it came from 
um, when I when I had kids and mm-hmm. sort of you sort of get very protective of them mm-hmm. and things like that. Now there's nothing like oh I'm just a protective dad in here. This is more like we amped it up a hundred times for the the film kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that love, that primal love that you have for your children, mm-hmm. you'll be able to understand as we are both fathers of, of mm-hmm. girls, young, young women, really, yeah. and how protective you feel. So, yeah, yep. exactly. So you're going to be able to tap into that, and I'll be able to tap into that if I... So here's the other side, people. So I don't know if I'm going to be on screen or not yet. I guess we'll find out when you guys see this finished product. But um, if I'm on screen, uh, we'll see that, and it will probably be a nightmare. But I'm trying to get another actor to do that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully you guys will really enjoy uh, the, the tension between these two uh, in-depth characters. And hopefully it turns into something Whoa. where we can explore these characters more fully in other films, subsequent films down the line. Yeah. What were you going to say? Cinematographer, I think, is going to help me you know, pull out some of those, um, those deep emotions. So like, the cine- I have a feeling that she's going to be good. <laughs> she is going to yeah. make it so we, uh, every scene is just lit so that we get the most uh, emotion and drama and contrast out of everything. Yeah. And I know you can do it. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to make faces and, like, you know, little little words like, hey, be mad. Hey, somebody just stole your wallet. Hey. Yeah. All yeah. these things, you yeah. know. There like, you go. You know, yeah. That's you. Yeah. I need you to I'm do it, man. That. I need you somebody to do it. Somebody stole your daughter. You know, like, yeah. you know, this kind of thing. <laughs> she was taken. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have a great voice, Abby. Anything else Thank you do? You. Um, well, I do sing. Really? I love to sing. Um, I write music. Um, sometimes I post little snippets on my Instagram. What's your Instagram for everybody? My Instagram is Abby Dabby. So let me spell that out for y'all because I have two A's in the beginning of my name. So it's A-A-B-I-D-A-B-B-I. Mm. So, um, Say yeah. it one more time. The spelling? Yeah. A-A-B-I-D-A-B-B-I. There you go. Yeah, Abby right. Dabby, y'all. So, um, yeah, I post um, little songs on there that I want to make into full songs, but I just, you know, give people a little taste about what I want them to hear. And um, I have a, like, very deep passion for just sound. Man, y'all sound. both got great voices. I'm like, I can't hear it when I'm listening. I mean, I can hear it, <laughs> but with the with the mic and the headphone, just like, man, y'all got some good voices, both wow. of you guys. The yeah. stuff. I like, I like hearing that. Yeah, I really do. Like just speaking voices, it just sounds. It's I got, a, I'm I got a question. Using my rap voice. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> this is my rap voice. <laughs> DMX. <laughs> Mexican. That was that was hilarious. Hey yo, say give a dog a bone. Hey yo, give a dog a bone. <laughs> <laughs> and watch it roll all the way out. That sounds just like DMX. <laughs> that's, um, that's, hey, what do y'all think about the the art scene in, in the Bean here in Boston? You know, do you think that it's appreciated nationally? Because there are a lot of artists that have gone in other places and they come back. You know, um, can I speak on it? Yes, please can do. I speak, can, I speak speak it, can I speak on it? Can I speak on it? Yeah, that's part of what Lightspeed is is trying to do in Boston. With the part, so. Boston artists, we don't have a strong, thriving uh, arts. Well, we do have a, a, str- a strong art scene. We have mass arts here, right? Yeah. Um, if you're talking about visual art and that kind of thing. Our performance arts struggles a little bit. And I, it's because of this kind of like competitive environment where we don't work together. I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about this for a long time, so just bear with me. No, go ahead. Uh, Please do. Mm-hmm. Paint, paint the picture, brother. It's yeah. All a competitive environment where artists don't work together because you know we're all in our own sort of silos but then what happens is you don't 
create a scene. So it's not, so art in Boston suffers as a whole because you don't create a scene. So now when someone's coming to your city and they're figuring, oh, what, what am I gonna do being black while in Boston? What am I gonna do? What am I, what am I gonna find? What, what is there to see? Uh, there's nothing that's sort of like thriving and going that you can just latch onto. So you can't know Boston for its dope underground hip hop scene or its dope underground, you know, uh, R&B and soul scene yeah. is not there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 And because we don't work together and if we have more artists cl collaborating and working together then when we create that scene and then that's where you have like things happening like what happened in Chicago where you got Kanye um, blowing up and then um, uh, I forget there was a whole a slew of artists um, Timbaland the producers like there's a whole a lot of artists that you see in the industry that you didn't know knew each other before because they were working in certain circles and in, in areas where music was popping. So like Atlanta has a thriving scene like that. I think if we collaborate and work together, we can do that in Boston. I definitely think we can. What kind of, uh, so you do promotions for events and things like that. What kind of challenges are there here in Boston that kind of get in the way of uh, making a good event? Um, now it's kind of hard just because of COVID happened. So you just yeah. really have to, um, just marketing just seems like an entirely different beast. Mm. And I don't think, I, I can't say I figured it out. I think with COVID, I think, and everything being, it, things are, you know, it's, it, everything's digital. Like marketing now is just 100%, you know, really depending on who you can reach by email, by, yeah. by text, by social media. Um, whereas pre-COVID, you still kind of were more in an environment where you could hand out flyers. You could, you know, kind of yeah. word of mouth and that kind of thing. Go to, go to events. Now it's like everything is sort of like. Yeah, digital. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I'm, I'm on the board for a, a festival in August. Mm. And we're actually going to be one of the first large, the Boston Green Fest, right? I'm, I host about, I'm on the board that hosts the Boston Green Fest. We were what is, like, what is that though? What is uh, the Green, Green Fest? Fest? Is a sustainability festival that promotes um, the environment, but music, mm -hmm. arts, every aspect that could be sustainable uh, or environment. We we promote business. Is it like white people stuff, or is it like? It's oh. it's actually always been mixed. I'm just being real. Like, is it no, no, <laughs> no. You know, that's a good point because like, sustainability and environmental <laughs> movements are historically white. Yeah. Right. And you, you would you would get introduced to it either in high school or in college. Yeah. And then you would get an activist and it was disproportionately black kids from certain certain set of schools. But it's grown internationally. So you have this where there are countries like we have kids coming from Korea and India to do our youth program. Like they're excited. They're like they want to come. They. Um, we had some challenges with the previous administration mm -hmm. about getting those kids their visas, right? And we have people coming up. We have artists coming from South America and the like. But the city's commitment is lackluster. It's like, mm. you know, they give us our, you know, we get our permits. We get some discounts. That's good. But it's not the same like when I, when I lived in New Orleans. New Orleans, if you want to do something, the city's going back here. Be like, oh, well, we'll come over there. The permits are less. You get a lot more excitement from the city. The city goes out the way to promote you. Where it feels here like you got to do everything on why your do you, own. Why do you feel like that? If you don't mind me asking, why, why do you feel like that is? Like... And I'm on the finance side, but yeah. I, I have a lot of meetings about just logistics. The team handles most of the yeah, logistics. Yeah. If it goes to being a problem on the board side, I'll, I'll be engaged. Yeah. But you hear rhetorically people saying, oh, I'm really supportive. 
but you don't feel it as in materially being supportive. How many festivals have you been on and there are signs put up by the city to let you know that you could be in um, City Hall and not know that something's going on in the Commons. There's no awareness, right? Mm -hmm. You definitely ain't gonna know something's going on in Roxbury or JP mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. You feel disconnected from that. That is true, yeah. Yeah, and you don't have that in other like artistic cities. If I was in New Orleans when I lived there, even Houston, but I'm gonna talk about New Orleans. If something was going on in the Uptown, you could be anywhere in the city, you're gonna know about it. Mm -hmm. You might not go, but you're mm -hmm. gonna know, you know about, about it. it. They're gonna, the, the city and the different groups are going to promote it. Yeah, you know it. what? Seattle's like that, too. Like yeah, if something's Seattle's happening in Seattle, it's everywhere. Hmm. You know, they got posters. They got, like, statues all over the place. And, like, here, you're right. Boston's weird. Yeah, people like, are referring you to it. Be like, hey, you know about this? Uh, it makes me think, like, when you, when you mention, like, New Orleans and places like that, I think, I think industry. Because, like, New Orleans, so they have a vested interest in things for the arts, right? Because that's how they make their money. Like, the, a, a big part of New Orleans is the uh, people going for the culture, for the, the music, for the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's known, like, especially for jazz and, and that. Yeah, definitely. So so they have these programs, because so there's this incentive because it supports their economy. Mm -hmm. there, there's industry around it. Yeah, but New Orleans is strong in schools, too. I mean, if you think about it, not as strong as in Boston, where 100 schools around, mm -hmm. great, you know, mm -hmm. eastern Massachusetts, but a lot of the good jazz in New Orleans mm. or the good places were small, but you knew about them. They would be packed. All right, well, let's, let's wrap this segment up. Before we um, let these, these two uh, young people go, this is our first episode coming back from after COVID. We had one during COVID in the beginning. That was when we didn't know what was going on. Yeah, we were so like, we're, hey, is it going to so, be that uh, bad? We officially apologize for some of the ignorant <laughs> we said uh, because we didn't know uh, what it was. I apologize. No, because we really didn't. We were like, oh, this ain't real. This is some bull. And uh, you know, several million people died after that. So, um, yeah. uh, sorry about that. Um, uh, how has COVID affected you or disaffected you uh, over this last year? Or COVID? not at all? <laughs> you want to well. leave with that one? I know. <laughs> well. Uh, 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 go ahead. Uh, COVID. Wow. Man, life has. COVID. I I'll say this. I'll start here. I'll start by saying. Uh, yeah, it's 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 taught me a lot. I've mm. learned a lot. I've I've grown a lot. Really? Yeah. In what way? Um, well, because the world has been shut down. Yeah. And so I feel like I've gotten to reflect on things that on what was important. Mm. Uh, it was like a forced stop. Terrible. Do you lose a lot of money? You don't gotta get in amounts, but did you lose? I don't think no. I don't think I lost money. Okay, I did, but I will talk about that later. Uh, how about uh, any? I probably made more money during COVID. Really? Yeah. How How did you manage that? Well, May I, was, I ask? I was working a lot, and then because um, uh, my job went remote, I was doing a lot for my laptop, so I was able to split my time in ways that I couldn't before. Okay. Okay. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I feel yeah. like that. That's crazy. That's crazy. How about you, Sister Abby? How did how does it affected you? Uh, well, um, it definitely felt very isolating. But I understood through that isolation and like through that darkness was supposed to be solitude for myself. Yeah. So there were times that I was like, "Dang, this is lonely as heck." But then I'm just like, "But maybe I'm supposed to feel comfortable with this loneliness because naturally nobody likes being lonely." Yeah. But 
if you're with yourself and you're with your family and everything, why are you feeling alone? So I just had to question myself a lot. It was very reflective. Wait, was your son born during COVID? Yeah, he, well, actually, right before lockdown. He was born in February 2020. Oh, man, that was March. right there. Yeah. yeah, I'm so blessed because <sighs> if no one was able to be with me in the room when I was giving birth or even before, I would have felt so That's sad. wild, bro. <laughs> yeah, so, my friend was like that. Like his, That's hard. Th- they had to take turns. The mom, after, because their, their child was born a little bit early, mm-hmm. so... and. I, my youngest daughter was in the NICU. She was born early on purpose. Mm-hmm. And we had everybody there. I mean, it was still tough, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'd have like 30 people in the room if we could. Um, but now he, they would have to take, they only allowed one of them a day wow. to be at the NICU. So they would either not see each other or be home. They were not for the first three or four weeks. I don't, I don't remember exactly how long. Mm-hmm. They were never together with their child. Oh my gosh, wow. I can't. It was, I, I mean, how is that healthy? Yeah, Obviously that hard sounds, on the mother. That, yeah, that sounds really hard, and I feel yeah. like I couldn't, I couldn't even bear that. So I'm, I'm grateful to God to this day that my mom was there with me. She was holding my hand and everything. <sighs> so I'm grateful for that. Really she was there through the whole process, beca- um, what's it called, uh, rehabilitation. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, I yeah. had a C-section, so I had to be in the hospital for like five days. My but she was that. with me the yeah. whole time, and I'm just grateful for that. But, um... Besides that, also when the lockdown started, like I was getting ready to go somewhere, I was so excited, and I was about to like get ready to leave the house, and then my mom was like, "Oh, we're on lockdown today. We we, we can't go anywhere. Sorry, I, I can't take you there. We can't go there." I'm just like, "Wow, damn. Maybe that happened for a reason. Maybe I wasn't supposed to go there. That's why. But yeah. you know, yeah. it's like bittersweet, very bittersweet. Just as bitter as it is, is as sweet as it is. So, do you feel like we're at the end, you guys, no. both of you? At I the don't. end of this, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. Think I think so. we're more so at the beginning. I think. Or I think we're. I'm not asking you your, your personal business. You feel free to respond if you, if you care to or not. Did you guys get the shot or not really, or you don't play that? Wait. Sh- oh. Oh. Did you guys get vaccinated? <laughs> oh, deep question. That's deep. Uh, yeah. I, I'll if you want to answer, I, if you feel comfortable, sh- answer. The biz got don't. vaccinated. I got vaccinated. I got vaccinated, but I'll tell you why. Number one, you know I don't trust the government. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. All these lying ass white people lie about everything. Everything. everything <laughs> literally every. Oh, hey, take the shot. It's free. Uh, we try to help you out. Come on, bro. And they'll pay you. Some of them will pay you. Man, I wish I knew that because I would have took that money. <laughs> but I, the only reason, and I'm going to tell you this, I'm sharing with you. The only reason I got the shot is because my father is a doctor and I do trust him. I don't mm-hmm. trust everyone else. I had to. I just did it because... Number one, I got family in Canada because my wife is Canadian, and in order to go up there, you gotta you gotta have you gotta be vaccinated. And I trust my dad, so I was like, "All right, man, let me let me just get it, man. Let me just do it." Even though it's not FDA approved, even though they're making everybody feel like crap because you didn't take it, you can tell them to kick rocks because this thing is not FDA approved yet. Mm. Don't don't take don't listen to me. I'm doing it for my own reasons. Don't listen to me. Go do what you <laughs> feel is right for yourself. Like, you get no judgment from me. Because so I, I wasn't going to do it at all. Not yeah. even a little bit. I did not get vaccinated. But I have to say the baskets of chicken that they offered us are really tempting. Like, you know, Yo, ba- you baskets see- of chicken and buttermilk waffles and, and buttermilk <laughs> biscuits. The, and, did y'all see the dude? And free Wendy's coupons. I mean, I, I love it. Did I you just, see the... Did you see some, the what, free weed. I mean, yeah. just... All the stuff, apl- all the stuff that's uh, just, stereotypically applicable to black people. 
Did you? Oh, see, yeah. That's oh, did you hear what you, yeah. Did you see that commercial? Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I, the commercial with I the hood dude on the car. I don't watch TV because I watch YouTube and no, <laughs> Netflix, right? Remember, I don't get my my medical care isn't civilian. I'm a veteran, right. Right. so when the vaccine came out, I was able to get it relatively early. Yeah. So I drove up to the the VA in New Hampshire. Yeah. Bam, 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 yeah, and yeah. move back down. No, I'm not mad at you, but I did think that all those offers, the stereotypical offers yeah. to get people to give out. Black, black people, people like this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all like watermelons, right? Hey, you get a three-year uh, subscription to Essence Magazine. Like, it's, it's just like whatever. Yeah, that's too What much. do black people want? That just makes me angry, man. Jay-Z's next new album. Like, I, you I don't know, know it's just whatever. Some of the things happen is at the leadership level, they're, they're, and I've complained about this before, they're black figureheads, they're black people, but there's not a planned movement that brings the energy from the black people who've made it, and Latinos and so forth, in political spaces all the way through. We not have institutions. Mm. You know, you got to ask yourself a question. The NAACP has been around, what, 113 years or 120-something years? A long time. Right. Why is there not <laughs> a full legal team in every major city? Uh, we, get, we got enough athletes in their black businesses. Why are there not a full legal team? Well, you know who that See, I don't want to get. To the, you can get. We, go no, we go way too far down the rabbit hole. Go down the rabbit hole, bro. You, you serious? Full permission. <laughs> this is what well, we I do. I, I can just ask a question. Who owns NAACP? And the NAACP's print is, owned, is a nonprofit. It's not owned by them, but they have some very large private donors. Very large private donors. At its inception, yeah. Who, if you just, you know, I would, I would expect people to look at sort of the inception of it and, and who, where it was founded, and then, then when you ask questions like why, ha, why isn't this happening? And I mean, can think about it. What, what is NAACP? Like, what is it a National flag? Is it a flag? No, I mean, the, the NAACP was. You're talking about the early days. Of the NAACP was phenomenal. I mean, they had multi-decade planned legal perspective they used to train people they were with SNCC people you know we watch the civil rights movements and they tell you little stuff that's not how they really got down they would train each other of how protests would be so they would not be shocked when they got beaten they had they had well thought out multi-level protests and political planning Mm. right and business strategy back then and then you talk about how overall black institutions where everybody went ran towards the money and also ran towards the acceptance 70s and 80s and early 90s a lot of those institutions waned two a lot of the leaders were killed let's let, let's be fair a lot of those oh, hardcore the 60s, 60s, oh, they, yeah, they, 60s they, was, they slaughtered a yeah, lot of our leaders right yeah. across the board but I, I really felt that you didn't really it started rebuilding from from my perspective in the 90s 2000s. I just like, think they should just start the first like, all, black basketball still, league. Like they should just start a basketball people? team. Like, like on, they bro. should just buy a basketball team, then you know, and, or or start a league, and then NAACP will be like a a basketball league. Yo, and then, you, you, <laughs> so you have to get a lot I'm of. Being stupid, I'm <laughs> I, I mean, if we're talking about the NAACP. Don't expect anything serious. Who was a strategist who wanted to promote? Went to the NBA, 
and was going to have well, he, just a on, pitch. He, he was joking though. I, I, was, just I was joking. Yeah, <laughs> I know you were joking, oh, okay. but I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm thinking like the, the it NBA, sounds better as a basketball organization though. Like I, I, I play for the NAACP. <laughs> like I play for the, you know, yeah. that works. Yeah, that does. <laughs> but, no, I didn't. But, change but, the, but I was all being analytical. You know, that's like, exactly <laughs> funny. But if somebody came to my community, it was trying to like change stuff, and they're like, you know, I work for the NAACP. I might be like. Uh, do you play for the NAACP? Let me see a jump. Shot. Let me see a jump shot. It's kind of weird. Like who? Who is? Let's let's just bring it to react. Who who is black leadership in America? Who is that? I don't think it's anybody. Well, it's fractured. It's not anybody. You said, you said fragile or fractured? It, fractured, uh, fragmented, whatever yeah, you yeah. what do you want to apply yeah. to it. It, it. There's yeah. no there's no cohesion in the black and, and to some degree the Latino community. And the, the fact that they made us think that we're separate is. Uh, uh, an amazing it's accomplishment, amazing. right? Because well, people it, are still pushing that though hard. Well, you know, like, yo, you got to you got to wonder an agenda because if you're of African descent, does it matter what language you speak? It doesn't. No, uh, <laughs> you oppress wherever you go. Yeah. So, anyway. um, I, I think they they lost their messaging. They and they weren't. I wasn't impressed when I was a young person coming up of what they. Where they weren't feeling the needs I, mean, I had. I mean, think about time. this. So you're saying, as a young person, you didn't feel that their presence. I didn't feel like they were present. They were not. But I'm thinking about okay. Now thinking about today, Trayvon Martin, uh, Mike Brown, all these things. It's not like you see NAACP at the forefront with a with a speech and a plan and an agenda uh-huh. and it, like you know they're non-existent. Same old niggas. Non-existent. So are you? So what do I? You Jesse that, Jackson. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesse. Al Sharpton. Oh, smoking Jesse. <laughs> He sold this down the river a long time ago. So, look, everybody knows you can make a lot of money, a lot of money. Not, not, you can't be wealthy, but you could be comfortable making white people feel comfortable. Yes. Yeah, I, look, guys, I can, go on, I can go on Fox News today, right now. Be like, yeah, I'm a veteran and I'm Muslim, but I gotta tell you, I'm conservative. <laughs> They're gonna love me. I'm gonna get. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, probably right. They love black. Actually, that was pretty good. Yeah. I, I love. Yeah. Yeah. I, love I, I have to sell my integrity. It's deep, son. Uh, anyway, brother Shaman, I know you're hitting some good points. Uh, we gotta wrap this up. Here. <laughs> uh, no, no, but uh, no, no, but these are all excellent points. Um, we uh, we strayed a little bit from our topic, but I'm gonna edit this down so it's no, not, please uh, do because this is at. Uh, Cause I'm raising money right now. I don't want to get in trouble. You raising money? What do you <laughs> yeah, mean? I'm in the markets right now. I'm raising money for my business. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, Abby, uh, uh, Lightspeed. I was trying to try not to call you that. Um, <laughs> um, any final words for the people? Come check us out on our on our film. What's coming out? The meeting. Uh, any final words for you guys? Just want to say? Um, yeah. Um Come check out the the meeting. Uh, and um, sorry, I was not I was not ready. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get better at this. The more I was you gonna do it. say something yeah. else and it left my head, but but I'm getting it back. Okay, yeah. Come check out the meeting. Um, check out our Instagrams. Um, just pretty much keep in touch with this stuff. And also um, for the coming up election, look into Tanya Anderson Fernandez for District Seven. Tanya Anderson Fernandez. She yeah. is 
what is which area is District Seven? Is that Roxbury? That's Roxbury. Yes. Okay. In Dorchester. Mm-hmm. So let's let's all support Tanya. What's her name again? Tanya Anderson Fernandez for City Council, Boston she, City Council. Is she still looking for a campaign manager? That's what she told me when I when I saw her. Um, I don't think so because I do um keep in contact with her campaign manager. I can double check with her though, just in case he's like you know two weeks or something. <laughs> yeah, ask but, a campaign manager. <laughs> hey, uh, how's your Boston new <laughs> campaign manager? That might not be. A good I'll thing. ask her. Yeah, yeah. ask her. I, 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 I asked her if she had a campaign or a campaign personnel. Because you're you're trying to be the one. No, I don't do that. Oh, okay. I I support those guys. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a strategy. I'm a different type of strategist. Well, I'm glad I, you know who I'm talking about. So. Oh yeah, she was. At, I up. saw her at the end and I came out. I took a picture, posted it on Facebook, and sent a <laughs> I sent a text message with it. Supporter to the family. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, she wants me to host a party for her. Um, it will be. The twentieth of August. Uh, any last words for the? No, I would like to give a shout out to all my Roxbury heads. Hey, hey, hey! Shout hey, out hey. to the streets. I'm from Dorchester. <laughs> um, I nah, married a woman from Roxbury. You. Does that count? Does that count? Does uh, count? I'm from Roxbury though. We appreciate you, I want to say, you know, I'm not vaccinated, but if um, they give watermelons away, I might, I might consider. Yo. I might consider for a pound of watermelon. Um, Okay, then you could go okay. <laughs> if the weed is good enough, bro, I might come through, man. Specifically, a pound. Um, yeah, no, I just want to say, everyone, yeah, look out for the for the movie. It's gonna be it's gonna be lit. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun. Lit, the outtakes might even be better than the actual thing itself. You know what I mean, <laughs> yes. I, I have a feeling it'll be some fun, funny. I think outtakes. it's gonna be fun at the very least, even if this product is completely butt cheeks. We're gonna have fun doing it. Um, yes, we will. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Lightspeed, for coming through. Thank you. One. shake <laughs> <laughs> all right man so uh we are gonna have um uh abby our cinematographer cinem- cinematographer 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 why am i retarded cinematographer cinematographer she sells by the seashore and our <laughs> lead antagonist all right there we go I'm gonna edit that out so it sounds fabulous, but yeah, uh, sometimes you leave it in. <laughs> sometimes, if it's funny, I leave it in. Like, there's a lot of things that sounds terrible when you listen to it. It's like, oh, that's kind of humorous. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna have our lead. S- <laughs> we're gonna have our cinema cinematog. Say it again. Cinematographer. Say it, Jimmy. Cinema. 
Cinematographer. <laughs> Cinematographer. 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 Is there a short short Cinematographer. version of that? Cinematographer. Yeah, I mean, it's a much better. She's not the cameraman. She's a cinematographer. She's. I want to say cinematography, and I know that's not the word, <laughs> but my brain wants me to say well, that. She's doing the cinematography. You can say that. What's your cinematographic? All right, so we have. Like, what is your cinema? <laughs> Jamil, you can laugh. Nobody's going to know me. You're going to laugh. I did not forget how funny that was. Doesn't that hurt? No, do it. Is there another word? I can't, I, I, can't, I can't bring myself to say that word. <laughs> Cinematographer. Okay. Uh, I needed this. Cinematographer. Uh, Cinematographer. Okay. All right. You're gonna do, he's going to do it. All right. All right. So yeah. we're going to have our. Can you say it? Cinematographer. Cinematographer. I think that that might help you. Cinnamon. Cinematographer. Cinematographer. Yes. I like words and vocabulary. All right. I forgot you guys had dogs in this building. Too many dogs in this building. You have a lot. It's not even a big dog. It just sounded like. So the guy that went out, he's a Coast Guard guy. That's actually a drug dog. The one that was leaving. That's what he looked like. Yo, don't let him come in. He just yanked him like, come on, buddy. All right, so we're going to have our cinematographer.